Hello and welcome to the Luke Ramey Show. I'm Luke. And this week we are talking about single parent life. I've been sharing a little bit about what my life looks like, this identity of being a single parent. Um, It has struggles. It has some difficulties. It has a lot of joys. But, But those struggles and difficulties, I've said that I've found ways to cope with those. And today specifically, I want to talk about one of those ways, and that is through routines. And I think all parents everywhere can benefit from routines, whether you're a single parent or whether you're a married couple um, with kids. I think you can benefit from having some some routines in your life. And I'm very much an organized uh, systems person, so routines come very natural to me. And I know they don't always come natural to some people, but when you put one in place, you'll you'll be blown away by how much it will change your life and keep you motivated and doing the things you know you need to do in a very efficient way. So routines are where it's at, in my opinion, with parenting, but also just living life. And so I want to share with you um, a little bit of routine, routines, but I really want to focus on the morning routine because the morning routine right now in my life is the most important routine in our whole day schedule. Now, this has changed over time. There used to be a time where a night routine was more important really than a good morning routine, although I had both. But now the, the nighttime routine, I'll talk about that more later, has kind of waned off a little bit as in importance because as my kids get older and they start to be involved in more activities, it's just not as important. We we also have a mealtime routine, which I'll talk about in uh, during this as well. Um, and again, that is one of those things that because we ran it so much now, it kind of does itself. I don't even think about it. It's kind of autopilot, our mealtime routine and everything we do with that. So, But I do want to jump in the morning routine because this is the most complicated routine we have, and it is the most time-saving and efficient and uh, way to run our day. If my morning routine is off, if it breaks, um, my whole day is off. But when it is on, my whole day is on point and I am not stressed. I don't have high anxiety. Um, it works great. So let's let's jump into the morning routine. If we're being honest, uh, a morning routine chooses you. So whether you want to have a routine or not, most of us in the morning have a routine that ends up developing, right? Whether you have kids or not, you end up with some sort of routine as you get ready. The biggest factor in your morning routine, though, is math, okay? How much time do I need to accomplish all the tasks? All the tasks you need to do before you walk out that door, before you get to work, um, you know, all the stops in the way, all that stuff. How much time do you need to make this work, to accomplish all the goals, right? It's just math. And I'm I'm not naturally an early riser. Um, I also am a quick getter readier, and uh, you know I'm kind of a skip breakfaster too. So uh, back when I was kidless, I woke up about 20 minutes before I needed to leave the house. If I did that today, I'd be waking up at 7:10 a.m. However, not only uh, do I now have more elaborate getting ready routine for myself that includes breakfast, a short workout, and a shower, but I'm also packing lunch for two kids, fixing breakfast for those kids, making sure they're brushing their teeth, putting on clothes, fixing their hair, have everything in their bag that they need for the day. The difference in getting myself ready and getting myself and two other humans ready is a huge difference. I can no longer do that in 20 minutes. I wish I could. As I look at my morning routine, there are a few specific things I do on purpose to make sure that we have enough time and we don't feel rushed. I would suggest all these things in the most general sense. 
then you can kind of make them specific to you and how you operate. So don't just take and paste my schedule in. That won't work, but we're all individual. And so um, these are just some kind of tips and, and ideas, um, you know, some things that have worked for me and things I think about when I'm developing a morning routine. So the first thing is, uh, the, the first tip I'll give you, and the most important tip that I've found is important, I didn't always do this, um, is rise before your kids. If my kids get up before me, the whole morning falls apart. Now, I have a couple ways now that it happens. Sometimes my daughter gets up and she comes and joins me in the routine of the morning before she's supposed to. And I have some ways to mitigate that and make that work. Um, it normally is... Uh, because most of my morning routine requires me to, um, before the kids are up to be undistracted um, or not distracted. I actually, a lot of times it's, Hey, why don't you head up to your room? Or, Hey, why don't you go do this? And I, and I send, I send her away to do a task or do something. Sometimes she can jump in and help, but not often is that a great idea. So I send them back to their rooms a lot of times. So that's the first thing rise before your kids. Um, the second tip I'd give you is don't pick up your phone. The, uh, the worst time to look through emails, texts, notifications is right when you wake up. I have a one-hour rule in the morning, but a lot of times it ends up an hour and a half. But I have a one-hour rule that I do not pick up my phone until after an hour of being up and getting ready. And that applies, um, we'll talk about it in a little bit, that applies to when my kids are with me and when my kids are without, or without me or not with me, okay? That applies to both. But I have an hour rule from the time I wake up, I do not grab my phone for an, for an hour at least. But a lot of times it's normally an hour and a half is kind of what I've settled into. Um, so that's don't pick up your phone, rise before your kids. Um, the third thing is, and this is, this is not a, probably a popular one, but it's a me first. Me first in the morning. I always focus on what I need to be ready before I focus on my kids' needs. I'm not doing anything for them until I first take care of myself in the morning. And that is a pretty hard and fast rule. You know, my kids get up early and I'm in the middle of my stuff, part of the routine. I, d I send them away. It's, nope, I can't help you right now. Go back to bed, go back to your room, whatever. I'll, I'll be to you when I'm to you. But right now I'm taking care of me. I'm getting me ready. Um, and so I have this, this routine that I do and I, I'm not doing anything for them until I first take care of myself in the morning. And that's a pretty hard and fast role. So me first, don't pick up my phone and rise before kids. Um, number four, set an alarm for the kids. Now, um, this is not something I always did, but it's something that I stumbled into and realized it is genius, genius. I used to go and get my kids up. Okay. I used to go and wake them up, be like, Hey, it's time to get up Bristol. You know, we got to get up. It's going to be a fun day. You know, sometimes I'd go in and I'd sing them an annoying song, you know, and they'd be like, dad, whatever they'd roll over. We'd have some emotion. They'd act like they were asleep. They would, all these types of things. It was always a struggle, like getting them moving. And the worst part about that, while they're trying to get themselves moving and while I'm trying to get them moving, I'm not doing anything else but that. And so that was a time waster. And so when I set an alarm for my kids and we use an Amazon Echo or an Alexa or whatever you call it, um, we use one of those for alarms for the kids and they set their alarm and their alarms are set at 6.30. They both get up at the same time, 6.30 a.m. The kids are less likely to fake being asleep and they're less likely to try to negotiate more sleep with an alarm than they are with me. If I'm there when they are first opening their eyes, 
there will be trouble. And what I found was it can be real, real slick to use an alarm because there's no negotiating with an alarm. It's going off. You have to deal with it. Okay. It's not like a parent that you can kind of shrug off or try to cute on a little bit so you don't have to to do what they're asking you to do right so the alarm set an alarm for the kids number five wake up first so i've assigned my kids some first things they do when they wake up and they do it every single day they do it every time they wake up at my house they do some things all right my kids have a first thing they do when they wake up and it helps them organize their morning so they know what to do when they open those eyes they know exactly what they're going to next and that helps them to move on past being in bed because they know exactly the thing they're going to do so um they wake up they put on clothes and then they come downstairs for breakfast that's their pattern and they do that every single day they wake up with me. Whether it's a school day or not, they wake up, they put on clothes, they come down for breakfast. That's what we do. When they arrive at the table, they sit down and they can engage with a newspaper, comics, or something like that. They like to do that. Um, or sometimes they have a book down there. They can they can read a book if they want to um, until breakfast lands in front of them. But normally breakfast is landing in front of them pretty quickly, especially on school mornings. Um, it's right there and ready to go. Um, you know, after that mealtime routines, I, I use mealtime routines, um, and that kind of kicks in in the morning. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. It's not real complicated now. It used to be a lot more rigid, but this might not be transferable to you if you don't use structured mealtime routines. Um, I make food to make sure that it's done the most efficient way possible. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I should engage the kids in cooking. The morning routine is a terrible time to engage your kids in cooking. Unless it's like a Saturday and you're doing pancakes and it's lazy and you're off schedule anymore and it doesn't matter what you're doing. But on a school day, if you engage your kids, especially young kids in the making of food, that can throw off your whole whole day and you won't even know it's happening, you know? Um, and so I normally don't engage them in kids. Sometimes if they ask, if they're like, dad, can I get the milk out? Yeah. Get the milk out. You know, dad, can I, can I get my cereal out? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and get your cereal out. You know, Andrew's like, Hey, can I go ahead and put, you know, my toaster strudels in? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and put them in. You know, if they ask, then I'll let them get involved but I never plan on them being involved. And I normally just kind of muscle through and move through things. I make their breakfast choices for them. That's another thing that's probably different in my house. I make the breakfast choice. I don't even discuss it. They just end up with food in front of them. If they don't like it and they push back, I deal on a case by case. I might change it. I might just tell them, hey, well, that's where I'm today. Sorry about that. You know, and then we move on. But they've gotten used to that at breakfast. They eat whatever I put in front of them, which is great. Um, and then the other thing is at mealtime, um, we eat together. Um, and this helps me, this is the first thing in the morning that helps me set pace. So if we're eating together, I'm eating my cereal or I'm eating my apple or I'm eating my bagel or whatever I'm having that morning. Um, I'm eating it at a certain pace and they kind of can pick up on that pace and be moving at the same pace with me. I can kind of set that pace. I can set it rapid. I can set it slower and ask them what they dreamed about. You know, depending on how the morning's going, I can kind of set that pace to make sure we're running together. Um, so we always eat together at, um, at breakfast. They actually, when they finish eating, they go on to their next task. Um, that doesn't happen in any other meals at lunch and dinner. Um, we, we start meals together. We end meals together. Um, and so, but breakfast, it is a go on to your next task. Um, we all brush our teeth and fix our hair. So they all move on to that. And we're normally moving on at the same time, even though I say we go on at different times, 
it's pretty much the same time. I mean, they're, they're eating at the same speed I am. So we go on to brush teeth, um, fix hair. And, uh, and I try to do that at the same time. I do my brushing of my teeth at that same time because it kind of, again, sets pace for them. So they're not brushing too fast. They're not brushing too slow. They can kind of sense what that pace is um, because I'm getting ready as well. Um, we do, and this is another thing we do um, that... I didn't always have this as a part of our routine, but it has become um, one of the most important things we do in the morning. Um, and you're, you might even laugh at me at how dumb this sounds to do something like this. Like, but I work in fifteen a fifteen minute period after brush teeth, fix hair. We are ready. We could walk out the door right then. I work in fifteen minutes of a family engagement of some sort where we are all engaged in the same thing at the same time that is not necessary. And for us, this has become pretty much standard every single day. We hardly ever veer from this. Um, a, a YouTube show called Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link. Um, they, it's funny. It's engaging. Um, sometimes it can be a little too adult, but you know, <laughs> I can normally figure that out quickly and we can change episodes, but, but it's, uh, but it's, it's a little show that gets the brain moving. They're normally talking about things they like, things they don't like being critical of things. So it kind of gets your mind thinking and judging things, which is good before you go to school is to be in that mindset of like, I should critically think about things. And so it's a good show for that. So I like it. But the biggest reason I do this is because it gives me that 15 minute window of if we're running way behind, then I have something that I can cut that's not essential to get a kid to school. Right. So I have that built in and you might say, why don't you just sleep in an extra 15 minutes? And I could, my day could start 15 minutes later if we cut out this thing and it, and normally it would be fine. We're normally fine with this family engagement time. We normally have plenty of time to do it. We could, but on those rare occasions that I fall behind or I oversleep an alarm or one of the kids oversleeps an alarm or we, we end up with that buffer time, it is very nice to have that 15 minutes there. And I would not get rid of this for anything. Plus, I like that time, again, of getting the kids' minds ready for critical thinking um, for the day. So we love Good Mythical Morning. We do that. Um, allows that cushion of times. Um, many times... When we get to the good mythical point, the family engagement time in our schedule, I actually say, you know, Andrew's in charge of pulling it up. And so I'll actually say, hey, hit play on that. Even if we're not done, if I'm still fixing Bristol's hair or if um, we're running a little bit behind or we're going to get socks or grabbing shoes, I'll say hit play and that'll start that time because that gives you more inspiration to get there and, and be a part of it. So that works for us. We pray in the car and we do this. That's number nine. We pray in the car and we do this because I want my kids to know the value of prayer as they, as they go out into their day and as they start their day. And so we pray when, once we hit the car outside, I start it and we sit there and we pray and then we pull out of the parking lot is what we do. The last tip, um, I want to share with you, um, and this episode is getting long. I'm so sorry. Um, but the last tip I want to share with you is, um, that I would encourage you to wake up at the same time every day, whether your kids are with you or not. And this one took me a little while to learn. And, um, I, and I never valued it, but now in my life, I value this quite a bit because if I can set my body's clock to a regular wake up time, that helps me out when we've got schedule swaps where they're normally with their mom, but they're going to be with me today. Right. Um, or, or changes in schedule will be less impacting on what's happening in the morning. So I can quickly pivot and my life is not different. Like I'm getting up at that time 
anyway. And so I'm ready for it. And so I'll say that is one of the things I incorporate in my life. It doesn't really impact my kids directly at all, but it impacts me and my ability to run a morning routine, whether with kids or without. If I have it built in, then I'm waking up the same time every day. So this is my schedule. I'm going to run you through it really fast. And then we will end this episode because this has been a long one. Me talking about morning routine. I was going to talk more about others too, but this one's really consumed a good bit of the episode. So my morning routine, I wake up at 5 a.m., at 5.05, I exercise, work out at home, just a little short thing. Uh, 5.45, I hit the shower. 6 o'clock, I'm setting out clothes for the kids. Um, 6.10, I'm packing lunches. 6.25, I'm fixing breakfast. 6.35, I confirm the awakeness of my kids, making sure their alarm woke them up, which it normally does. Um, and then I motivate them to put on clothes and come down for breakfast if needed. A lot of times I don't need to do that. 6.45, it's breakfast with the kids at the table. Um, 7 o'clock, it's brush teeth and fix hair. 7.10 is our good mythical morning or our family engagement time. Um, 7.25 to 7.30 is when we're walking out to the car. That's shoes on, coats on, whatever. Um, and then 7.35, we're pulling out of our parking lot and heading off to school. That's a normal morning with my kids. Now, when my kids are not with me, uh, my morning is the same until about 6 a.m. and then I eat breakfast. 6.30, I read for 30 minutes, and then I'm out the door by 7.35. It's obviously a lot more relaxing morning when my kids aren't there, but my wake-up time is the same. I'm still waking up at 5 o'clock, and so that's just something I have in place. Now, that again, this schedule I gave you is what works for me, and it works for my kids and their schedule. You may have totally different school schedules than us. You may, you may have kids not in school, and your day may start differently. And obviously you would adjust it. You wouldn't just paste in my times to what you're doing, but that's my pace. And what I do it takes me two hours and 35 minutes from the time I wake up to the time that we're pulling out of the parking lot. Two hours and 35 minutes is what I do. I invest, listen to this. I invest two hours and 35 minutes into my day before I've actually done any work or looked at an email or anything. That's crazy guys. Parents, we have, um, it's a big job to raise kids. And when you're doing it alone, when you're a single parent, it's a big job you're doing alone. And you may only have the kids half the days. Maybe you have them three of the school mornings or two of the school mornings, whatever it is. It's still a huge investment to do that all yourself. You guys in two-parent homes, I, I'm sure you can, you can kind of maybe save yourself some time by splitting up some of those duties or maybe you take days on, days off. I don't know. But in single-parent homes, every time your kid's there, you're on. And so I encourage you to look at your morning and put together a routine that can help you get through it and get your kids launched successfully into their day. Um, everyone's day will work better if you guys launch out successfully with not a lot of drama and, uh, and things going smoothly. So I encourage you think about routines. Um, at another time we will talk about our meal routine. Our meal routine used to be super important. Uh, it's still important, but now it runs kind of automatically. And then we also had an evening bedtime routine. And honestly, that was the most important routine for a lot of years when my kids were younger. Now morning routine is more important, but, but that evening bedtime routine, I'll talk about that at some other time, I'm sure. Um, and talk about the, the features of that, that have changed over time, but the essential ones, um, that had to be a part of it. It's a lot of information. I hope it encourages you to look at the different elements of your day and start defining some normal routines to help you organize and herd your children a little bit. 
Um, anyway, I'll wrap up this discussion right here. Thanks for spending time with the Luke Ramey show today. Hit me up on social media or through text. I'd love to hear some of your routines and what you've been doing and what's working good for you. If you think a friend could benefit from the Luke Ramey show, share it with them. Send them over a link. Send it out to your social media. That'd be awesome. Big thank you to Cookville Creative for recording and producing this show right here in Cookville, Tennessee. Thank you for engaging, and we will see you tomorrow.